You're listening to Small Business Made Simple, a podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Most of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. The bulk of our interviews are with hardworking business owners that are out in the community building their businesses, leading their teams, and leaving a legacy. And they want to share what they've learned with you. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the owner of One Click Agency, a website design company for small businesses, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. Our goal today is to help you stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to the Small Business Made Simple podcast. Um, today I'm joined by Kyle Wills. He is the co-owner of Cornerstone Business Coaching. And uh, today he's going to teach us some things about leadership and how we can improve as a leader in our business and as business owners. I'm really excited about this. So Kyle, thanks for joining me, man. Not a problem. I'm excited as well. It's a good way to end off the week right here. And uh, just really excited to get into this discussion with you, Sam, and uh, hopefully help some people who are listening. Yeah. Why don't you start by just sharing uh, what you do at Cornerstone and what you guys are all about? Yeah. So Cornerstone's a business actually my wife and I had started. Um, we in our 20s had built, you know, side hustles outside of our careers. Uh, I had an engineering career. She more so went the English admin route. So neither of us really had a background in business and we needed to search for information and knowledge and how to and um you know through other entrepreneurs through books through podcasts like this we really learned a lot and i think what we identified is that there's just a really big gap for people who want to get into the entrepreneurial space Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people out there who are kind of talking to talk but not walking the walk Right. And, and they just like, it, it's a lot of desires and needs and wants, but no execution. So um, we, we scaled to the point my wife walked out of her career in her early thirties. And uh, we just really felt like we could provide a lot of value to those individuals that were in that same position. So people who are out there working a job, nothing wrong with that. Right. Like your job, do a really good job. But, and then the idea, I think there's a lot of people out there who want more whether it's a side hustle to make a couple extra hundred dollars on a month and maybe pay off debts faster, maybe potentially scale out into that being your full-time gig. So we really look to work with those individuals and help provide them that guidance of starting their first business or two and scaling it to a point that, that really accomplishes what they want. And one of those foundational points is leadership, right? And that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I think everything begins and ends with leadership, (laughs) whether it's corporately, whether it's entrepreneurially, anything like that, Um, sports, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. So we have four points here that we're going to jump into. um, And it all boils down to improving those leadership skills, um, bridging that gap and not just jumping into business, not knowing what you're doing. Maybe you're already a business owner. Um, These are all going to be fantastic things to apply. So Kyle, number one here, we have, um, you need to be consistently growing yourself personally and really avoid the um, I've arrived, I've made it mentality. Can you jump into that? Yeah, well, I mean, I think to kind of just start out with a funny thought, you know, we all have those those uncles or those friends that are reliving the glory years when you get around them, you know, around the holidays, what they did back in high school. And uh, that's all fun to hear about and talk about in those settings. But when it, you know, with the rapid evolution of the business world these days, I mean, two years ago is, is ancient history. 
right? What you did starting, if you're a business owner out there and you're five years in the business um, and you're hanging your hat on what you did when you first launched and started, mm-hmm. people who are working for you at this time, like don't care <laughs> that much. Yeah. They're wondering what you're doing lately. And I think that's one thing that I've really realized is that the cap for any organization or business is really determined by that leader. And if you have that mentality that you've arrived and you're not really pushing to get better, okay, and to really grow personally, you're really putting a a cap on your business, your employees, you know, whether or not you have other partners, whatever it might be, um, it all really rides on you. So, I mean, I'm a big fan of, you know, reading self-development books, listening to podcasts. You know, I have a couple mentors myself that I go to um, asking advice and it's just all about, you know, I was told by one of my mentors early on in my entrepreneurial career that if you're the smartest person at your company, you have a bad company. You want to surround yourself with people who have strengths and and have skills and have knowledge that go beyond what you currently have. And I think that's been an area I've constantly pushed to grow in. Mm -hmm. And if you're out there either starting a business or, or continuing to run one, um, make sure you're doing that too. You you should look back to, at yourself a year ago and be amazed by how much you've grown in that time. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to mentors, what do you think is a good number for us to go out and find? Um, you can even jump into the process on how to do that. What do you think is a fair number? Is there Can you have too many mentors? I think you can. <laughs> you absolutely can. Because I think, you know, one of the, I think, disadvantages that entrepreneurs have these days. We have such an access to information and content out there, but it's almost that we have too much. Mm-hmm. And it's all good stuff. Like there's a lot of great information out there, Sam. Yeah. Um, and you can hear 50 different ways of how to do things and they're all right. But now if you start down one path and then you hear somebody else talk about it differently, so you shift gears and you shift gears again, you're going to end up going in a circle a lot. So I don't know if there's a specific number necessarily, um, but I think it's really good to have one mentor that you really fall on most things for. And then I think like, you know, if you've got a mentor in maybe your health or in some of these other like more specific areas, I think that's totally fine because one person obviously isn't going to cover all those areas necessarily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So point number two you have here is it's really important to create inclusive decision-making. What does that mean? Yeah, I mean, I think we've all been at organizations or or working for a company where all of a sudden you get that blanket email from the CEO or the business owner and and, uh, a new policy that uh, greatly affects you all of a sudden gets rolled out and you were kind of blindsided by it. And nobody likes to feel that way they feel um i think it makes those individuals feel invaluable um to the company and i think that's where you get a lot of effort from your employees and your partners is when they feel like they're a part of something right so you know whatever decisions are being made um, i think it's a fantastic idea to get their feedback whoever it's going to affect get feedback it might not necessarily be that you don't even need to use their points, but the fact that you asked already raises their morale about whatever it is coming. 
And I mean, I've had that happen to me before at other companies that I've worked at where maybe my input wasn't taken, but I appreciated the fact that they asked. Mm-hmm. And I knew they were probably just doing what they thought was for the betterment of the company. But not being asked just kind of feels a little bit like a slap in the face or a little bit like uh, you're not important. So um, yeah, get people involved. How many, so when it comes to those questions, should we be pushing those questions down into the organization, like every decision that's made? Or should we just every once in a while at least throw the bone and just make sure we get the feedback because it might be too much to ask every single question to people you know, in lower tiers? Where's the yeah. line there? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely this efficiency factor that you have to mm-hmm. consider <laughs> when yeah. doing this. And I think like everything, it's, it's sort of using the logic test. There's mm-hmm. going to be decisions that you make as a leader, as a business owner, that um, you should just go with and not delay that trying to get all this feedback. But um, I think that's why it's really good to have a good, you know, board of directors or, or upper management that you really know and trust that you can at least go to them they can potentially get input from their teams, um, whatever it might be. But that's where that organizational structure really comes in handy. And as the owner, like you should know which things to delegate to your upper management, which things to maybe let let company wide everybody know. And then there's going to be those decisions where you just roll with. Here at OneClick, we know that at the end of the day, you just want to be a successful business owner. And in order to do that, you need a website that looks amazing and gets results. The problem is you don't know where to start when it comes to building a website, which makes you feel overwhelmed every time you try to begin the process on your own. We believe you should never feel overwhelmed about building a website. We understand what it feels like not knowing where to start, which is why we can handle the work for you. Here's how it works. Step one, visit oneclickagency.com to get a quote. Step two, let us build you a professional website. And step three, your business will stand out online without you lifting a finger. Visit oneclickagency.com today so you can stop feeling overwhelmed about your website and instead get a professional to build one that stands out from your competition and gets you results. So point number three you have here is develop productive feedback loops for real discussion. Does that mean as a boss or as a business owner, you have an open door where people can come in with fresh ideas? That's exactly what I mean. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, people have to feel a certain level of comfort to bring up concerns, questions, suggestions, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I think a, a lot of times, um, you know, a lot of people out there feel like that discussion with their boss is something that they don't look forward to because it's usually about something negative or bad or the thing that <laughs> yeah, they have to yeah. improve, right? Um, but the fact of the matter is the people with, that are on the ground and really doing the work, they have just this unique perspective that a lot of, you know, management or owners maybe don't have because they can't get into the weeds like that. Right. So that open door policy is something like I stand by. I want everybody I work with to feel free to call me. And, and that's one of the things that I oftentimes start any new partnership or, or you know, if we have somebody who's working for us, um, that's one of the first discussions that I have with them is, listen, like I want you to feel comfortable if you're concerned about something or you have an issue or you have a question. And I can't I can't go as far to say that I'm always going to take what you say and, and roll with it and run with it. Yeah. But, but I want you to know that you, you can be heard here. And again, that just creates buy-in. And I think if you want a successful organization out there, Sam, like 
you're trying to create buy-in with as many people in your organization as possible. And if they catch that vision and they really feel like they're a part of something that they believe in, that they're valued, you just get a lot more out, output and productivity from them. What have you seen that do to the culture of the organizations that have implemented that? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I feel like I've seen a lot of efficiencies huh, be created okay. through that, mm -hmm. um, to be perfectly honest, because I think, you know, so often when you, when you don't have that open door policy, when there's not this open frame of communication, most issues in companies come down to communication. When you really get at it, <laughs> right, whether it be, you know, external communication with a customer, Mm -hmm. or whether it be internal communication across your employees. So I think if you can create that feedback loop, I mean, I see their productivity increase, their profits increase, efficiencies increase. And, and like I said, I think overall morale too, because people just feel like they're heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just to touch back on what you mentioned there, you don't have to implement every single thing that comes through your door, but at least be open to do that because even the listening ear is really going to send a subliminal message to your team that, Oh, wow. You know, Kyle really cares and they're going to love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So number four here, your, your final point when it comes to improving your leadership skills um, is accountability and follow through. Uh, people need to trust you uh, and what you do and also what you say. Can you expand on that? Yeah. I, I just think like nobody likes a talker. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how else to say it, but like, <laughs> I, I feel like if, if you're the person out there that's, you know, promising the moon and the stars, and then, you know, you don't give people that, or, or mm -hmm. you're always talking about new rollouts and they never happen or a new incentive program for your employees and they don't see it. Hey, you know, work really hard and, and we'll reward you. And then they don't feel rewarded it just starts to, to be a withdrawal in that relationship, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, the way I kind of think of it is if you think of relationships sort of like a bank account, right? You've got your deposits and your withdrawals. And I think every time you breach that trust, breach that accountability, it's a withdrawal in that relationship. And I think if you do it enough, then people just overall aren't going to trust you. Mm -hmm. And I, I think in my mind, you know, if they don't trust you, um, if they don't feel like you're going to do what you say, they're going to, you know, go elsewhere at, at the first chance they get. I love it. So let me recap these real quick for everybody. Number one is just constantly be growing yourself personally. Number two, create inclusive decision-making. Uh, point three is develop a productive feedback loop. I really like that one. And four is just be accountable and always follow through. Don't be that guy that, that talks off and rounds his mouth and then doesn't get anything done. So <laughs> Kyle, fantastic job. Can you close out by sharing uh, where we can find you? Where can we find out more about uh, Cornerstone and you and your wife? Yeah, you guys can find me on LinkedIn. Um, we really use that as our landing page. Um, you know, all the business relationships that I've developed versus partnerships or customers, clients, whatever it might be. Um, we really do things at a personal level. So I don't have that course out there. I don't have that, you know, fill up this questionnaire and come and have me. We really like to keep things at a personal level. So shoot me a DM on LinkedIn. Um, I'm usually pretty quick to respond. We'd certainly love to talk to all of you out there. Yeah. I mean, I've been seeing what you guys put out and it's definitely uh, easy to follow, uh, genuine and real. So Kyle, thanks so much for joining me. Um, amazing job. Love the value that you gave us all today. 
Appreciate it, Sam. Really good talking to you. And uh, thanks for the invite again. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Business Made Simple. If you learned something insightful, actionable, or useful that you're excited to implement in your business, please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Not only are you helping other future listeners find the show, you're giving them an opportunity to learn something valuable they can implement as well. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe in providing you with the tools you need to stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business.